0: Welcome to your Welcome Hollywood, a podcast where Ed, Tom, and Ruben create a brand new screenplay
1: every episode.
0: Some of the ideas are better than others.
2: Welcome to your Welcome Hollywood with Ed, Tom, and Ruben. Hey, we're back. Hey. And it's almost the end of the Hey everybody. <laughs>
1: zing Zing! <laughs> Whoa.
2: It's almost 2021. 20, Pierre Pimp Uh, yeah, welcome. It's uh we're here for what is probably our last episode of the year, I would say. Maybe so. Yeah, most likely. Yeah. 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 I don't know y'all's Christmas well, plans, they, are, my, my I'm, plans are, but my
0: plans are not ambitious, I'll tell you that much.
2: Yeah, I'm going to be sitting in this chair. Uh, so, it's your are Welcome Hollywood. It's usually a uh, podcast where we do a movie pitch based on uh, a title we get from our audience out on the internet. But we thought since the year is coming to a close, uh, we would just kind of hang out with you guys for an episode.
0: Yeah, have a little conversation.
2: Just chill. Mm-hmm. Just sit around and fart whenever we feel like it. <laughs> fart freely. That's mostly for Tom That's because sign a... he's been eating nothing but sugar for the last two days. It's been bad. Yeah, and his body doesn't know what to body do with it.
0: My body like, <laughs> is rejecting my, the food. What is this? what I'm trying to put in it? Yeah, these are his cries for help. You know, and I'm like, no, nope, uh Tom. this tastes good. I love the. Yeah, it's
1: the holidays.
0: The <laughs> happy the holidays being
2: your body's cries for help. Yeah, in some ways it probably
1: is though, you know Just like, uh oh, I farted,
2: something's wrong Yeah
1: That is like, if I've been eating really well for a while And then I'm like, "Uh, I'm gonna like Order something like really rich Or like, just order bad food that's rich uh, And I've been like eating clean for A week, yeah, my my Farts and smells are There's never a time when they're worse Mm -hmm. And it's my body just being like Oh, you were doing so good right It's your body
0: being like, uh, (laughs) recalibrating uh, you know. I, I try to
2: keep a baseline of always being gross, right, so that like it never gets worse. Yeah. These are health
1: <laughs> hacks, is what we would call it. Health
0: hacks, yeah. Health hacks. Then um, listen,
1: try farting. If you're eating bad, just keep eating bad. If you're eating healthy, just keep that's eating right. Healthy. Just don't stray from the. Course. That's right. When they
0: say like when you're a cigarette smoker, like sometimes quitting smoking can be so stressful. It's harmful. So um, keep being bad to yourself. Yeah,
2: <laughs> worship the status quo.
0: Yeah, there you go.
1: That's how it works. It's the um, best thing you so can
0: do. we did a couple things today. Um, we did get a call for new titles, but we also mm-hmm. got sent out um, a little, a little post to say, "Hey, do you guys have any questions you'd like for us to answer?" We've only got a couple responses back because we did it very recently, but um, might be fun to answer some of those things.
1: Yeah. And who knows? Who knows where it can it can take us from yep. like this.
2: Yeah, really I mean like um, part of the reason we just wanted to do a talkie episode was like for, for us this is our one time a week that we sort of hang out together. And it's nice mm-hmm, to just hang mm-hmm. out, so we thought it'd be cool for you guys to get to do that too.
1: Yeah. And honestly, most of our funniest stuff is when we're just dicking around. Not the <laughs> We yeah, had this whole riff about a military
2: themed strip club with big horse wiener beers before we even started recording. Uh-huh. Called Fort Knockers, and that's a million dollar
0: idea, (laughs) if I've ever heard one. It would make
2: exactly one million dollars.
0: I know, I was going to say, that's actually not great business if, um, you know, you're talking long term.
1: But. Well, you know, one location open for, I don't know, maybe a
0: month, then it's great. Oh, yeah, business. yeah, okay, you're right, you're right. I stand, yeah. I stand. It's not sustainable, I stand, Tom. I stand erected. That's what I would say <laughs> in, at that restaurant. Which also yeah, just. That's what
1: I would say in a court of law. <laughs> <laughs> As I stand before a judge with a boner. God, <laughs> I, I hope, I hope one day I'm in court just so I can say that. And the judge would be like. And everyone just be like,
0: the judge would be like, this person fucking rules. <laughs> not um, guilty. Your Honor.
1: <laughs> I stand erected and he's like, gavel, gavel. <laughs> nice. You're free. Good to go, son, because you fucking rule. And then, like, kick flip sunglasses on out the door. Wait,
0: you kick flipped the sunglasses onto your face?
1: Uh, yeah. I did a sick Ollie on the sunglasses. It looked like I was going to stomp them, but I kick flipped them onto my face. Yeah. That is sick, dude. And my skateboard's my hat. Yeah. So, like. Yeah. yeah.
0: And then you. Then you turn back and the judge is just tearing, like, because of that, just tearing up the book of laws, which is a book. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's called the Bible,
2: Tom.
0: But
1: there is is a crying family of the person that I killed um, across from me. But even then, as like, you're like, I right. have a sick
2: boner kickflip. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and I go huh, next time, losers. And they're like, we can't be mad. Yeah, and they're it's like, so actually, rad. this guy's too cool.
0: <laughs> and then, and then you're like, wait. And then your lawyer's like, wait, there won't be a next time because double jeopardy. Oh. <laughs> yeah, once well, I'm yeah, and then I take
1: my, t- <laughs> and then I take my titties out in court, and everyone's cool.
0: Are <laughs> oh, your double jeopardies? <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. Yeah, this one's name is Alex. This one's name is also Alex because there's only one host of that show, and only ever will be Alex Trebek for life. Yeah, and then I kickflip out. You're still
2: movies. rock hard this whole time.
1: Oh, dude, boner out, titties out, having a great. Toy. Mm-hmm. You look like a coat rack. I
2: don't, I don't know what that meant. <laughs> uh
1: huh. <laughs> I don't know what it means. At either.
0: a car- at a court party. All right, so. Mm-hmm. Should
1: we? Anyway, my sick, my sick court date. Uh, <laughs> regardless of that, should we? Um, should we answer a question here? Sure. Yeah, yeah. had sent in a couple. Maggot Rishgi, a uh, uh, long-time listener,
0: um, and he was a, a first-time yeah. caller. He was also a, he was uh-huh. a guest on our show as well one time. Yeah, he was in
2: digging
1: on for day.
0: onions. Digging for onions.
1: Uh, he just wrote gift giving philosophy Hmm. which i assume he means what is our gift giving philosophy Mm -hmm. in this time of giving
2: oh i I mean so like for me for me the thing you always hear is you know get somebody something that they want but wouldn't spend money on um but Mm -hmm. i think the the biggest thing about gift giving philosophy that i've been wrestling with this year is who to buy gifts for and who not to just because it's like i'm not seeing Mm -hmm. everybody and you know money is like something i've got to think about so like you know you have to decide exactly who you're gonna buy gifts for, and then hope that other people aren't offended
1: if they get you something and you don't get right. That
0: something. Right, it's a
1: Delicate dance. I've definitely been in that thing where, because um, I didn't, I didn't grow up with any of this, right? So it's, it's, uh, I've, I've done Christmas for a long time now, but I didn't do it for like the first eighteen years of my life. So I still feel behind the curve in a lot of ways, um, and mm-hmm. yeah, it's, uh, I have a really bad habit of like even people I'm really close with. I tend not to get gifts with unless they're like like very much on my orbit like immediately someone like in my household or or whatever which I always run into the problem of then someone will be like I got you a Christmas gift how do like how do you want me to get it to you especially this right. year when it's hard to see people and that's what I'm just like oh, okay that's how I know who to buy a
0: Christmas gift right. for. or just tell or <laughs> you just like, tell them you know what don't send it because I didn't get you something hey you know what keep, keep it. it it's probably something that you don't like <laughs> it
1: won't be reciprocated. because my tastes are peculiar and dark <laughs> look um, i'm gonna take the
2: very nice thoughtful thing that you got for me and i'm gonna rush out and buy you some piece of bullshit
1: just so i don't yeah. feel bad it means you have to be really good at uh, getting gifts quickly and knowing knowing what people might want yeah
0: I I'm I don't like stuff like I'm just like not I really don't like things um, generally so oh, like I like things Mr. but Kool I don't like over here. but I no it's not it's not that's not really true well, I just Tom is mainly talking about ethnicities but go ahead Tom <laughs> <laughs> he's
2: like I don't like
1: things if you know what I mean <laughs> yeah you I don't like you things yeah, I won't even humanize them <laughs> Jesus Tom so I think of them as clutter that is in my house. <laughs>
0: But I don't, I don't, so yeah, gifts like gifts is not my love language. Although my, uh, my beloved wife, Julia, she is like, if there was her superpower is gifts or like one of her superpowers is gifts. Like, it's really amazing how if you just glance at something, she'll somehow lock it in and never forget it. And she'll, and then Mm -hmm. she'll, um, she'll get you that gift. And you're like, how you forgot that you liked that thing. And she remembered, it's really an amazing gift <laughs>
2: we do th- we do the opposite uh at my house where like i'll be like oh that's cool and perry goes uh do you want me to get it for you as a gift and i would go yeah probably and she'll go okay forget that we had this conversation
0: uh-huh
2: <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're hey, whatever. very whatever pragmatic
0: i like that too though like it doesn't have to be a surprise i don't know yeah it, you know to that point of like getting something giving something to someone that you know they'll like it's like if it's if if the, if uh, them liking it should outweigh the surprise of it, I think. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I am. Um, yeah, I'm not like, I mean, surprises are nice for sure, but I also don't, uh, I mean, for, for Aaron and I, I feel like on the lead up to Christmas, like the month or two ahead of it, she probably ends up getting like half of her gifts in like small chunks on the way just because usually something comes in and I'll be like, ah, she could actually use this mm-hmm. right now. Like, this would be something neat, And you have to, right like, hide it so, and like... wrap
2: it and all that. And, right. you know, you're getting all your stuff shipped to the same address anyway. Like, we've had this problem here where, like, yeah, the I'm box right. will come and I'll be like, oh, well, I think I know what this is just because of, like, the store Don't open from. it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, it's, like, it's nice to have something, like, under the tree day of. So, I try to have a couple things that I'm, like, that will be there. But on the way, I'm, like, Aaron's probably gotten at least half of her stuff already, so...
2: Do you think that there yep. is a market yeah.
1: for like spite gifts? Like gifts to give somebody you don't like? There 100% is that there's actually websites for stuff like that where it's like well, sending people things. Well, I mean, like. You could send people shit. Yeah, there's sending people
2: shit, but like if I sent Tom like a kid's movie that I know he would hate to have to watch 50 mm. times, but I know mm-hmm. that his oh, child kind of will like...
1: want to watch. Mm-hmm. I think that's called being a, the funny friend. Oh, I would say bad friend, but yeah. Well, I mean, when I say the funny, when I say the funny friend, I think we know this from I believe the scientific uh, term is (laughs) I I think we know this from working in comedy and like live performance whenever someone's like, oh, this is our funny friend. That's the shitty friend usually mm-hmm. that sucks. Well, yeah, any self-proclaimed oh, take... funny guy usually is not yeah. very funny.
0: Well, I'm kind of the funny guy. Well, the, if, okay, yeah. Group. If you describe yourself as the funny guy, then yes. But I, I, t- I have to take a little umbrage with that because I was always introduced <laughs> because to I'm as very the... funny. Well, <laughs> I am funny, sure. But like, uh, I was always introduced as the funny guy, and then there was like the pressure of. It wasn't even like a pressure, but like I would just say normal things. To the person I was introduced to, and they would like laugh. I'd be like, Oh, hey, how's it going? They're like, yeah, he is kind of funny. I'm like, That I...
2: means they thought your face <laughs> was weird.
0: Yeah, maybe so. That was all it was. Or I would give a compliment to someone. I'd be like, Hey, that's a cool shirt. And then like everyone would laugh. And I'm like, No, it's serious. And now it looks like I was making fun of them, you know?
1: I mean, uh... you know? Yeah, that's, why, that's why I like to be, um, if I'm at a funeral, I prefer people to introduce me as the funny friend. <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. just mm. so it's like i'm so i'm so sorry if you're lost and everyone laughs yeah i'm just like i really mean i really do mean it i want to i am so
0: i want to be i want to be introduced as my morose friend from now on <laughs>
1: yeah this <laughs> is my sad friend
0: <laughs> oh hello <laughs> he's the oh, sad Eeyore. one of the group
1: yeah yeah
0: so that when i oh, am funny they're like holy shit he's sad and very but very funny
1: Do you have a significant other to go home to? That must be nice. nice.
0: Are you still employed?
1: (laughs) I was furloughed in January. (laughs) How was your last doctor's appointment? That would have been cool. Do you have regular bowel movements? That's nice. (laughs) Yeah, they call mine irregular at best. My doctor has yeah.
2: described my butthole as a disaster.
1: <laughs> you know how it's in my <laughs> oh, uh God, uh, I would love a
0: great party. Okay, let's do another question.
1: <laughs> Everyone seems That's, like my body is a wonderland, <laughs> but my butthole is a disaster. Is my favorite. Um, um, you guys actually you know what? I'm just going on a tangent here. Uh, you guys mentioned Tom. You mentioned love language, which is mm, such a funny thing to mm-hmm. me that I do think is like. I think when those things get categorized in those ways, it is, like, a weird... It tends to be, like, weird, like, bullshit self-help sure. stuff. But it is true that, like, certain people express love in different yes. ways. And, act like, gift-giving is, like, gift-giving and probably, like... Or, like, the things that I like, my love languages, right, are probably, like, affection mm-hmm. and praise. Mm-hmm. Same. Um, But the things that I do, like, my love language tends to be, like, uh, probably gift-givings a big like the way I tend to show to someone else gift mm. yes mm-hmm. to someone else gift-giving is mm-hmm. definitely one of them mm-hmm. where I'm just like well yeah I think Ruben's a, love kind of language is
2: the grosser he's willing to act around you
0: mm-hmm.
1: is like that is also true Ruben likes you yeah that's also that's also very true the nastier I am <laughs> probably the better also
2: Ruben this you reminded me of this and you know you talked about it because you you grew up in a a religion that didn't really do Christmas uh, was when we uh-huh. were doing Christmas carol. It was like last year still, and uh, we would be talking about like, oh yeah, like you know, just start singing uh, Silent Night. And Ruben would be like, I don't know the words to any Christmas songs.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't. I know with... Silent Night, Holy Night. Yeah, doing do especially doing Christmas uh, invasion, Christmas carol, so many years, and people would just talk about things, and everyone's like, uh huh. Like people would talk about things as that for everyone it's like i know what bread is or i know what cheese is and i'm just like i don't know what bread and cheese are <laughs> look that's how i felt all i was the time. raised with neither <laughs> this bread nor cheese that's so i don't know what you guys are
0: talking uh, about so i don't know there's i there's yeah. there's like <laughs> but i'm fine guys I don't have any, i'm good no, i don't <laughs> have anything like profound to say except that like it's so easy to get caught up in i was thinking about this like uh yesterday about something completely else but it's so easy to get caught up in just the things that you know and you assume that everyone else knows. And, um, yeah. and what, a, what a wonderful gift it is to realize that not everyone th- you know, has your exact same experiences and to open yourself up to that. Yeah, I'm glad I could be the gift of what to <laughs> <other> people. <laughs> oh, I guess some people are cursed. Huh. This guy doesn't know all the well, words to Hark really? the
2: Herald Angels sing. Kill him. <laughs> really,
1: really makes me think about the season in a different way. I've never appreciated Yeah. This is, Tom, you're, what, what you're describing is the eternal gift of the poor to the rich. Yes. Oh, I should be. Oh, I should be happier. Should be. No. What, what
2: Look, they season? have nothing, and yet they love.
1: I think. It is It is literally every Christmas thing where it's just like, see, you can still have love and be happy on Christmas, even with nothing. And I'm just like, yeah, but it would be so much better if they had something. You right. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty
2: sure if we were all at about the same standard of living, like you wouldn't need to tell those stories. <laughs> Everyone's just cool.
0: Well, that's what's th- thats the yeah. great thing about perspective, guys.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: What else um,
0: we got on the docket? Um, so, Kayla Louise, one of our very favorite fans, she um, has several oh, questions. God. One. One one that I I want to start off with is when was the hardest you've ever left? Because I do have a fun I do have a fun little story about that. So do um, I. I have one. Okay. Okay, great. So one time I was at my friend's house, uh, and it was right when Super Mario Brothers two had come out. Um, which as many of us know was like and you guys can probably articulate it much better than I can, but it was sort of like the game was designed on another game. How do you.?
1: Yeah, the original game was Doki Doki Panic. Uh, Nintendo of Japan thought that Mario 2 was too difficult for the states, so they reskinned a game called Doki Doki Panic. Um, okay. I was like, here we go. <laughs> yeah so, no, it's, fucking so no. they, it's very weird it's, it's very different
0: yeah yeah but but one of the things that it does um that's different from other mario games um was in the very beginning you sort of drop from this like high height to you know uh, eventually this door that you get to but you if you go off the side of one screen you you know you enter the side of the other screen right so it's like mm-hmm. endless loop of um you can never escape these walls And my friend was just doing that. He was just like running. He was towed and he was just running from one side of the screen and appearing (laughs) on the other and just making these like funny sounds. And I laughed so hard that I crapped out like a giant log in my underwear. (laughs)
1: Like <laughs> big I one. I feel like all these stories are gonna be about shitting ourselves from laughing. Yeah, because mine okay, is great. As well, so. And I just
0: remember being like, oh, You know, and like I, you know, it's probably still like very red faced and sweaty just from Wait, laughing. I like. Do, I,
2: how do you go oop when it's a giant log like that takes? a well, I think a also to come out
0: I, when I think when you're younger and your body works differently. Just like just so you know. <laughs> and I don't know yeah who knows like I, you don't know your body as well so maybe I'm just like this is this might not be poop you know like I might when I'm just halfway be farting it. for
2: a long time
0: yeah that's <laughs> just a very solid fart <laughs> yeah man you know when you can feel a cylinder coming out of you oh, when you're yeah, farting farts coming out
1: <laughs> less less like the feeling of air escaping <laughs> you and more like a physical object
0: and uh then you I know what of bathroom. those farts I went to the bathroom and I just like took my shorts off and I uh I like just dumped the the log into the toilet and flushed it. Oh. And um uh-huh. I think I I think I went back and was like, "All right, well." See you later then. <laughs> <laughs> What's for dinner? <laughs> Had a great time.
1: <laughs> Your mom making some macaroni and cheese? I hope she puts that the
2: hot dog grand. slices in it this time.
0: Yeah, because, <laughs> man, favorite. I found this crazy hot dog on my shorts earlier. Does that ever happen to you? <laughs> That's definitely you what it was. Do fart
2: and, like, a hot dog comes out? <laughs> it must be a wizard. It wasn't poop,
0: I swear. <laughs> Don't tell anyone that.
2: Everyone knows poop is like this wasn't that. Um my my hardest i have laugh that I can remember, and actually I don't think I have ever pooped from laughing, so I'm better than both of you. But it was in an I'm amazed. I know. Uh, it was in an improv show. Um it was with um Jan Lafrancois Gizen when he was performing at Dance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was at the end of like this long form set. And I'd been setting up the entire time that I was a World Wheel of Fortune champion. And so, like, a, a thing that I kept bringing up was I would uh, be able to solve words with letters missing. And we get to the end and I'm confronting uh, the, his character who had been, like, bullying me my whole life about it. And I was about to, uh, to fight him and I went, uh, And in a second, you know what's going to be in your ass? my f blank blank t thinking foot uh to which mm-hmm. he just got confused looking and said fart uh <laughs> which caused me to immediately fall to the ground laughing uh because uh-huh. i was trying to be so serious in the moment and he right. just like completely my f- <laughs> ruined and just the, the idea, thing just the idea in of a way that putting was
0: correct. your own f- just the idea of putting your own fart in someone else's ass is just uh, very Well, funny. yes,
2: so I was laughing the at transfers. that, and then as I'm doubled over on the floor laughing, like, my feet went out from under me, and I'm just lying on the ground, like, with that <laughs> I-can't-breathe laughter, he doubles uh-huh. down and makes it worse by standing over me and in a very aggressive tone yelling, you're gonna fart in my ass, bro? <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, I almost died. Like, I could yeah. not
0: breathe for almost a full minute. <laughs> And, Ed, if you had died in that moment, what a wonderful way to go.
2: I know. You okay. know?
0: He yeah, just died of in a fart
2: joke? Come on. Yeah,
0: I wouldn't have been sad at all. I mean, I'd be sad later. I'd be like, I wish I could do some improv with my friend Ed. But, but at least he uh, died
1: the way he lived. Yeah. Yeah, I would, I would know that you went exactly how you wanted <laughs> yeah. to go. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I hope that's <laughs> a way you can kill a, a person. For sure. <laughs> you just tell them the best well-timed joke, and they explode. Yeah, that would rule.
1: Um, I don't know if it's the hardest I've ever laughed, but it's got to be close. Um, uh, so I was like, I don't know, I was probably somewhere between ten and thirteen, probably. Uh, and my older brother, who one of my older brothers is, uh, is like a really funny guy. Um, no, he's was the always funny like guy in the family. <laughs> He's the funny one, but he was like it before. I think before I like because uh, I was I wasn't. I don't know. I don't think I was like necessarily that funny when I was younger, just because I didn't have like a full range to explore comedy. Some would argue not even religious yet. and like a really, yeah. Some would argue I'm not even there mm-hmm. yet. Um, but so uh, he was certainly like in the family, the the funny kid. Um, and so I would always... I was the youngest uh, sibling. So I always like felt really cool getting to hang out with my older siblings when they would let me hang out with their friends. Because mm-hmm. I was like... And also, I was like... I was a dweeb. I was like a nerd. I sucked. I was super socially awkward. I still am. Um, and so getting to hang out with older kids that are cool yeah. was like such a big it's deal big for big me. Because uh, um, then it made me feel cool. Dude, um, trust,
0: yeah, that's a, that's a universal feeling.
1: Yeah, it felt great. So um, I was like just just getting over being sick like having a cold and not feeling well maybe i had like diarrhea it was a like fluish i don't i'm just waiting but I i'm just I waiting sh- for this
0: shit to come out of your butt
1: i was just over it's
0: like end game and, like um, you know what's him. gonna happen but i know. Like, it's like oh uh, uh-huh. we know and then you
1: took we a shit you okay, know
0: okay yeah
1: we know spider-man's gonna show up <laughs> at the end um so uh, I don't remember what it, I don't even remember what the joke was or, or whatever happened, but I just know that uh, my brother and one of his friends, um, they were just like dicking around and riffing and I was just watching them, having a great time observing them and like laughing. And at some point I was laughing so hard that I, what I thought was a fart wasn't a mm-hmm. fart. It was me just completely diarrhea my pants. Like not just a, like a log or a shit, like full on explosive yeah. diarrhea. What you would have, what you would have done for a log. Oh, dude! I would have, I would have killed for some solid matter. Um, and I'm sure, as wearing shorts or something, and I've never, so, I've never umbros? in my life, ex- dude, <laughs> commando if, I umbros. Wearing, if I was wearing tiny, tiny umbros and just basically turned my thighs into shit cannons, like. <laughs> um, so. So I was like laughing so hard. It was that like you can't breathe. You're like, gasping for air laughing. And then I just a fart came out, but it wasn't a uh, fart. It was just full blown. And I've uh. I've never, ever <laughs> experienced going from laughing to crying uh, so fast. Oh. And that was the most embarrassing part, too, because I am having a right. cool time. A cool time. It, cool was it was a cool time. It was. It was. It was a cool time with my cool older brother <laughs> and his cool friend. And I'm just like, ha, 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 pfft, ah! <laughs> and then them being like, Ruben, what happened? Because I just, I went full bore right. laughing to just full right. bore sobbing, yeah. and I was just like, ah, I pooped in my pants, and then I ran away. Yeah, you told him. <laughs> oh yeah, because yeah, I, I was I was a real honest <laughs> yeah. little wimp yeah. kid. Yeah. Well, and it's a sin <laughs> yeah. to lie, so. Right. I have to tell. Them. Yeah, this is so. And I'm, I'm. It, it was probably worse. I was probably like, I pooed my pants, and I ran into the bathroom. Yeah. Um. And that's one of the hardest times I've laughed, uh, and also the most uh, traumatic. Yeah. Maybe this is why I don't laugh a lot in my normal right. life now, because I'm just terrified. Yeah. Like I'm gonna shit. I just go. I just go. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> while very funny. while clenching your butt as hard as you can.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> just while fearing both, both eyes twitching. Yeah. <laughs> you are just like um, never yeah. again, never again. <laughs>
1: I I could never embarrass myself the same way. I watched
2: Tom uh, poop his pants a little bit before he we went on stage at Theater Sports one time, which is one of my mm-hmm. favorite Tom memories. Was just mm-hmm. he tra- he was he was doing that thing where like you <laughs> you like tap your buddy on the shoulder like Hey, check this out! I'm gonna fart and it's gonna be hilarious." Mm-hmm. And then he mm-hmm. uh, just dropped a rosebud between his cheeks right as we were going out on stage. <laughs>
0: Many of my mistakes have been right after, hey, watch this. Um, <laughs> yeah, the hubris. Yeah. It gets me. It really does get me. <laughs> um, hey, check this out. What else? Oh, no.
2: <laughs> what else was, is in there? Your... You said Kalen had several questions, which okay. uh, yeah, uh, so usually Kaylin, precludes more than
0: one. Kalen gave uh, another one of her questions is, what is the best advice anyone has ever given you? Which is like, that's a tough question, but I do think like getting some good mm-hmm. advice is, a, is, you know, something worth talking about. I do have something oh, in man. mind. I do too. Um, actually,
1: this one, uh, uh this not was Tom gave me this advice, um, at my wedding. Uh-huh. Uh, it was, cause it was, uh, uh, Aaron was like pretty late to the wedding, which it wasn't her fault. It was, um, uh, kind of like the rest of like the wedding party in Iran. Like, <laughs> I do remember. We no, were, take your time. We were standing
2: around. It was like an hour and
1: change after we were supposed
2: to start. And we were like, is she coming? <laughs>
1: like, yeah, I was definitely just like, where is she? Um, I wasn't worried that I was going to get set up, but I was definitely just like, man, I really hauled ass over here because I thought I was going to be yeah. late. Um, and I think like her, her aunt was just kind of like, it's your day. Take your time. Let's like, it, it was, it was, uh, I, I don't, I don't. To this day, I'm not exactly sure what the deal was. I think Aaron saw me before, but I don't super remember. But I was waiting, and I was, like, kind of antsy. Um, and Ed and Tom officiated the wedding. Um, Which was adorable.
2: Tom, like, oh, if only you had seen it.
1: It was very... It was very cute. Um, it was very us. Um, but uh, I was, like, pretty fine the whole time. Like, I hadn't cried yet, really. I was doing okay. And then Tom pulled me aside. And I don't know if I actually even said anything. I think Tom might have just done this out of his own volition. Um... But I remember him pulling me aside and just being like, "It's gonna be very fast, and it's gonna, it's just gonna fly by, and you're not gonna remember it if you don't pay attention. So like, just like look at everything, take everything in, pay attention, because if you don't, you, you're not gonna remember any of it. Like, and I didn't think that was like you were basically saying like that was your experience with your mm-hmm. wedding, where it's like you just have to be so present, because if you're not, you won't. And like even with that advice, I still." it felt like a dream the entire time. And I still don't remember a lot of it, but that's just like good general life too. Cause it is, it's like, it is that Ferris Bueller, like it is going to go by super, super fast. And if you don't like take a second and just like focus and pay attention and like enjoy the thing happening in front
0: of you, you're going to forget all of it. Take a snapshot of that moment. Yeah. My buddy, my best friend said this, he gave me that advice and I was like, that is, that is worth passing on to any person in this situation. And, uh, having been married my advice now is also
1: make sure that you eat holy oh, yeah. shit you're not going to get an opportunity to eat mm-hmm. during your wedding um so like have a friend make you a plate like i know people are and people are going to want to come up to you and talk mm-hmm. to you if you need to take 10 minutes to like go hide yeah. in a different right. room to eat yeah. where people can't come up yeah. to you because we had plates brought to us but we were like out where everyone could see us
0: and it, we didn't get to eat and really you don't because let anyone down because it's your you know you're, they, no. they all came and and you know T- took their took their day to celebrate you guys, so you want to honor them back, and then you're just not going to eat that uh, martini glass full of macaroni and cheese. Yeah,
2: yeah. that's all <laughs> I want. <laughs> I want to chug. It. That's a sweet one.
0: Uh, so my 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 uh, piece of advice that I'm thinking of is actually also fairly recent. Um, I did a a table read. I wrote a I wrote a screenplay or a, a, a few drafts of a screenplay for a feature and I did a table read and invited several people, mm-hmm. and it did not go well. And it's okay, that's part of the process. But one of the best pieces of advice I got, because it's like it was—it's it's kind of a thriller uh, type of storyline, but I can't help myself and put in jokes, you know, I wanted to have comedy in there as well. But one of the actors in it, Taylor Dooley, who's one of the most scene-stealing, hilarious actors I've ever met, she's amazing, she said tom you um one thing i noticed is that you uh you like released tension in every single scene and it was just one of those pieces of like writing advice that i just had never considered because as someone who's like a funny person that's what i want to do is i want to like create tension and release tension but like when you're talking about a longer arc of a story um, that actually doesn't help you. And it was just one of those, like, things that you just don't think about until, you know, you run into that problem. And it was just so valuable to me and has completely shaped me uh, in terms of, like, how I write now.
2: Hmm. I, I'm i having a hard time, like, nailing down any one thing because I think of all, like, you know, pieces of advice that have been given to me, like, as an actor or as an improviser or something, but, like, those those don't sit with me as, like, you know, life advice, right? They, mm-hmm. They're just sort of, like, what I would say to somebody wanting to know about improv or whatever. But I think early on, I had I had a teacher in middle school who... Uh, or no, this was in a high school. And uh, I... Some shit went down. I got in a lot of trouble about something. And uh, <clears throat> basically, uh, what she told me was just, like... uh because of the situation it was like a lot of people are going to have a lot of opinions uh about you uh given this situation uh just remember that the only person who knows who you are is you and nobody can change that and so that was something that like yeah it's it's very self-actualizing in that idea of like not everyone will always like you right like all three of us we think we're wonderful people who everybody likes but i'm sure there are people who fucking hate my guts for reasons beyond my control right and i i can't do anything about that so it does it just doesn't matter
0: i think that's great advice on a few levels and also i think on on the level of like when you are truly trying to make some sort of positive difference in a community or or the larger community of the world and if all you're doing is worrying about, if like, when you're doing this thing, if people are going to accept you and like you for doing it, then mm-hmm. that's, you know, you're, you're, you're never, you're never doing it one for the right reason. And it's just not going to be fulfilling when it's, when you just know deep down, this is the right thing to do, no matter if everyone sees it that way or not. You it's know, it's the think classic, you can't
2: answer. please everybody, right? Like yeah. you can't make so everybody just, happy. Yeah. And I, th- I think of it myself, like I, another, another version of that, that I really enjoy is like life gets a lot easier when you realize that other people barely think about you at all. Right. <laughs> like you are yeah. not an active part of their thoughts, except when they are looking directly at you.
0: That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. My, my, uh, my very best friend, who's one of my wi- one of the wisest people I know. And he's the person that gave me that advice I gave to you, Ruben is um <laughs> one time I was like, he, you know, I'm a lifelong, I'm a huge Falcons fan. And he was like, do you ever go to games? This is many years ago. And I was like, no, I don't really like to go. And I feel like every time I go, they lose. He goes, Tom, you are not that important. And it really just made me think so much too about like, it's like, it's such great. It's just a great thing to hear. But also like the people are like, man, if I don't wear this shirt, it's like, it it has nothing to do with you. It's like liberating, you know.
1: Well, it's very <laughs> freeing to realize, like, no one really gives a shit about
0: you. <laughs>
1: like, there's a very small group of people that give a shit about yeah. you. And even then, they're largely going to think about that's their That's right. Shit they, they're dealing with time. their own
0: shit. Yeah. That's
1: one of my best things for my anxiety is, like, when I – because, like, I get – I – oh, man, I hate it when people don't like me. I hate it when I think I've had, like, a confrontation with someone or there's, like, a, a weird, uh, like, issue in our relationship. Um, and, like, I've certainly in my life, I've caused a lot of those problems um, from being a selfish idiot. Um, As have we all. And, uh, yeah, and, Not me, ever. And, like, <laughs> perfect boy. Uh, the perfect boy. Um, but my mind, because I have really bad anxiety, um, will fixate so, so much. And, yeah, one of the most freeing things is just to be like, um, even if they're pissed at you they probably don't give a shit and they're probably not remotely thinking about you unless you come up and then they're like, man, fuck that guy. And that's the extent of it. So
0: that'd be it. What are you going to do? Exactly. (laughs) That's good. This is good. This is cathartic. Well, do you guys want to (laughs) move into, um, on our comedy show? Uh, we, do you guys want to move into a phase where maybe we're talking about some of our phase? Well, let me, uh, Spencer just came oh, in with nice. a good segue question okay, for this,
1: um, which is, oh, I do. Okay, before that, I do just real quick. Uh, who's the nastiest of all three of us on oh, any given occasion? Spencer too a lot. Um, yeah. Who is? The I think. I think we
2: this? are all nasty in our own different ways. I think. Yeah. Very different ways. <laughs> I think when it comes to jokes, it might be. It's either me or Ruben. I think. I think Ed. Ed might be the nastiest joke wise. Yeah, I name. think Tom is the physically nastiest one of us. I think he does and like yeah. he does the most gross shit of any of
0: us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's probably true. I'll buy that. And I
2: think Ruben's the nastiest in bed. I think Ruben fucks like a um, real weirdo.
1: <laughs> Maybe sometimes. <laughs> it depends. I'm I'm a very I'm a very dealer's choice sort of boy. Mm-hmm. So oh, um, so you need a nasty but, uh, dealer. Yeah. Yeah, so if you're,
2: deal- Usually, if you're dealing yeah,
1: with the dirt. But a nasty, a nasty dealer. I'm here to be your your tiny dancer. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I feel like like we're all nasty in different ways though. Like I I feel like I'm the most gremlin y of all of us. Who's mm. mm-hmm. just kind of the like the most disgusting, shut in, very obvious about all of my disgusting things, mm-hmm. and like has, I, I'm not I'm not private in like at your all, anime den. Part yeah which is funny because like aaron's a very private person and i'm not at all so that was a huge adjustment to be like oh i have to be make sure i'm only being uh public about myself and not not public about you as well because you like proprietariness and i don't i don't even think about it
0: (laughs) yeah yeah this is this is fun i think yeah i think i'm pretty i think i'm i got that nasty mind but i also think i'm like i'm like a I'm like the, 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 the company man, you know, I'm like, I'm like the, uh-huh. the face of, of nothing, but I pretend yeah, but to be. So you I'm also like...
2: have a story where, and, and forgive me for talking out of school where you uh, shit in a subway bag in front of your wife as a joke.
0: Mm, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. So like, you know, I, I like have, that like, you had to like... remember that. Oh, happened. no, I I thought you were going to talk about a different one, a different story that, <laughs> oh, is, not, no. that is not too dissimilar from that one. Um, but, you know, I also like I got I'm like a am a small business owner. So I have like clients, <laughs> that, you know, like if I if I aired everything out on on the Internet, it would it would not be good, which is why I started a, a Twitter account that I only that will only I'll only tweet on like once every year but it's um where i can just get the nastiest out there
2: oh are you talking about our uh (laughs) (laughs) jizzisms yeah at jizzisms if you want to check that out it is an all-come-joke twitter
1: yeah, if you want one pretty good cum joke a year, yeah. it's the Twitter to oh, follow. Yeah. And that, I don't mean that like only one out of the... I mean, it's literally just maybe That's one. That's right. There aren't many. There aren't many tweets on there. Yeah. yeah. And
2: Tom will text us uh, the next day
1: and be like, I did a jizzisms tweet. <laughs> <laughs> I did one. Th- th- guys, there's a new one. It's like a fucking Game of Thrones book. It's out. <laughs> yeah. There's a new one. That's right. Um, which the segue question was also from Spencer, but favorite moment in any of the fake movies we've mm. made.
2: God, I mean, I, we've talked about this a little bit in the past, but like some of the, there's the obvious ones like fucking dunk shots. Like I can't not think about mm-hmm. the ending of dunk shots where we all just acknowledged how stupid it was and let it get there.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that to um, me the highlight of of dunk shots was that the time <laughs> the time they used to like the, the me- to measure measure the a basketball time. game is pizza slices no, pizza is like yeah that was a very fun moment
1: i think some of my favorites like some of them oh, i've got one to me specifically this is like kind of getting like into comedy for like why that works so well to me though is that like pizza time sounds stupid and ridiculous but you do look at a pizza and uh-huh. it is cut up into sections uh-huh. and it is like a clock so it is like there is like a level that you can sort of like carry over into this belief of why someone would do that um which is like how things end up being funny sometimes, right? Um, like, there's just just the tiniest, like, thing you can grasp at. Um, uh, well, it's, I guess yeah, I, it's always I
2: think when th- something makes perfect sense in a stupid way is when you know you got gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, exactly. Like, I'm trying to think of other moments. Oh, like, I, I think of um, in the Zoomies when uh, the, the kids uh, or the parents have a shirt that says greatest son, but when they become zombies, it's been
0: ripped, so it just says eat, son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That mm-hmm. was very good. Uh, I'm um, I'm looking for the name of. I think go ahead, Ruben. Oh, just
1: I think Bargain Island is one of my favorite oh, things <laughs> that's happened from our from our uh, amazingly predictive Star Wars it episode that we did yeah. with uh, with Alex from Star Wars Explained. Bargain Island, man. I just I that's what, I don't listen to our episodes usually after we've posted them. Um, but Bargain Island is a thing I'll go back and listen to on occasion because it's just the joke that Tom fuck, so would funny. not let go of, <laughs> and it's largely just funny because Tom was like, "I'm I'm gonna force this
0: through." <laughs> mm-hmm. Force, nice. yes. Yeah. Um, but it's also very he funny, was desperate uh, to uh, have
1: I, a place called
2: Bargain Island, and he just would not let it not happen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and thank you guys for uh, allowing me to do that. There's there's a moment that I uh, was I was looking for the title of the episode, but this is sort of a broader thing. There was an episode uh, called "Desert Awakenings," and oh god! It, mm-hmm. And what the reason I the reason I'm talking about this is, uh, you know, as our show was sort of developing and we were figuring out, you know, the balance of just like is the story versus fun, and you know, how do we navigate things when it gets tricky and all this sort of stuff, and we would have these conversations after episodes for the first year probably. Where it was like you know we would kind of do some no- broad notes be like oh we're doing a little too much of this or where this is a little too predictable or blah blah blah, and um we would go back and forth on all of it and but there was in desert awakenings it's it it was never it was never a great episode and it started off like kind of knowing what it was and then it just sort of hit this point where i think none of us knew how to just transition into like the, the basically like act you know three or like to continue to act two. And I think it was Ruben who introduced um, the do- like this doctor comes in the room. It was sort of like this English patient type of story. Uh, that we established this was taking place, place in new Boston.
2: Yeah. yeah,
0: and the doctor There's was a- Dr. Rob Gronkowski, the like <laughs> New England Patriots tight Wasn't end he at the time. was General Dr. And- Rob
2: Gronkowski?
0: <laughs> oh, I thought it was a doctor. I think he was well, also I, regardless, a yeah. US Army general. Okay. Probably, but it was, it, it, and then it like, we laughed so hard at this idea and then we just like ran with it. And to me, it was like this, this, tr- I, I sort of mark that time in our, in our like path of this podcast of where we were just like, you know what, if we're in trouble, like, let's not be precious about the thing, you know, this great story or whatever. Like if, if we just get inspired and think something is funny, want to take in that direction, let's just do it. You know, because that's going to be way mm-hmm. more fun in the end. And, um, and there is still it, a line was... I
2: remember from Desert Awakenings. Uh, is it from Gritty? Uh, what well, was the Philly fanatic?
0: The Philly uh, fanatic
2: that's said, right. "I am the Philly <laughs> fanatic, and I declare this war to be over." <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's funny because, like, even if you if you go pull up the uh, the synopsis for Desert Awakenings on on iTunes, um, the <laughs> it's. It's like one man, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, and one man will throw a wrench into things in the third act. Like, we're very clear yeah. that it's just it's just a mess. That That's also, I think, um, that was, uh, Desert Awakenings was episode, like, 107. I do think that was uh, sort of a turning point in some ways. Because I think for a long time, on occasion, not we only maybe had three or four of them that were, like, total misfires. Where we made an episode and we canned mm-hmm. it. Because it just... Wasn't going anywhere, and it wasn't. I remember, good. Uh, and Balls Falls, Ontario,
2: was one that we killed. Yeah, yeah.
0: there. Yeah, what was, there um, was there another was the, one. There was like the sort of Blade Runner type space of one. D-
1: yeah, Space Detective thing that was like at some point. There's like three or four within the first, I don't know, 20 episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we ever canned an episode after the first mm-hmm. 20 though. Um, and I think part of that is like what Desert Awakenings is, is that we <laughs> we learned how to we Kind of just realized. Yeah. We learned how to salvage, and we learned how to charm our way through an episode, and we learned that like if an episode isn't making sense, then we just need to lean into something stupid and have fun with it, um, and that's what Desert Awakenings was. Um, makes me think of uh, what's the what's the episode at the end that has fucking Papa John's and oh, uh, probably they, another, they, yeah, another 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 NFL be.
0: Yeah. Dumber yeah, rating. the Grundle yeah. Dumper, which is
1: like a No, no associated... it, was, it was Peyton
0: Manning and he does the uh, Grungle Dumper. is my kid. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, and then Papa John's shows uh, it's just a fucking mess. Uh-huh. That ep- the, but it's a very funny third act because the third
0: act is so
1: just whacked out. But that yeah,
0: yeah. So so yeah, I agree. So I think like that to me was a nice turning point. So maybe always... maybe we talk about Go ahead, Ed
2: oh i just i uh, something that always tickles me is when we get a guest just because they they Mm -hmm. bring such a different flavor like every guest episode is Mm -hmm. great um i'm just now looking down and seeing like yeah we had like the cleansing with horgan i still think a lot and i've listened so many times to the perfect ambulance with tim stoltenberg um, one. Mm
1: -hmm. because that is one of the funniest structurally just very tight
0: yeah, and I mean we've we've got some guests in mind for this coming year, which I'm excited about. Um, yeah, but like but Amber, yeah, Megan, Lucky, Megan, Perry, like everybody
2: just always really brings
0: it when they come on. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, and it change and well, it changes our dynamic too. Where like I think we're on better behavior, and we're trying to support other ideas more. Bit. Unless that unless that person is throwing <laughs> wrenches, then we're like, all right, let's just get wild. Like,
1: well, it depends on the person, right? Like I think some people. Uh, Their sensibilities reel us in. Like Horgan or something. And so it, like, yeah, and it'll strengthen sort of like our narrative versus our like dumb bullshit versus like uh, Dead Ghost with Becky Johnson we just had. Like Becky just a hundred. Uh, more than we do embraced making it as dumb and stupid and ridiculous as possible. And it's one of the most, it's one of the trippiest episodes we've had in a long time. And as far as it's just, just wild, but it's so well, what I
0: liked about what Becky did too, and this is actually a nice transition into our favorite episodes of this past year. But um, when I, when I, when I break down like what Becky was doing, one thing I really love is that she was, Put, she was throwing out these wrenches that were so removed from the current scene and situation that we were in that it sort of like created this this puzzle that we sort of had to like, you know, solve. And not like in an impossible way, it was just these offers of like, okay, now across the, you know, in the, in the underworld here, or like, uh, you know, in this other location or in this sort of thing, you know, like that felt totally, it was, it didn't fit at all. But it, it made mm-hmm. us sort of like create these connections that were very fun as opposed to just sort of sometimes I think when we when any when one one thing that will cause us to struggle once in a while is like if we're just hitting on this like same theme and our world is very small and our characters aren't developed at all. um, You know, we don't really know how to like move the story forward. Whereas like with Dead Ghost, that it was it was epic from the, from the beginning because it had all of these different locations and ideas that we had to, you know, solve.
2: God, dead ghost is a banger.
0: Yeah. So dead. So let's talk about our favorite episodes of, uh, 2020. Um,
2: so I, I have a couple that, that poke out. Uh, one is our second episode of the year, which was the cleansing featuring Matt Horgan, uh, where we basically did a purge movie, but it was about people getting, uh, enema to death. Basically, um, and I remember that just Horgan and I are both so juvenile in our uh, uh ideas of what's funny that it, having him on was incredible. Dead Ghost, but I want to give a, a shout out to one episode that I remember being quite funny, um, but it was also really significant. It was Grell with Perry because that was the first mm-hmm. quarantine episode that was That's like right. mm-hmm. Dad's Garage's last show was on March 13th. And then on the 18th, we released Grell. So, like, that was the first show on Twitch, on the dad's Twitch, was You're Welcome Hollywood doing Grell. It was also when Ruben had COVID and couldn't come in to record it.
0: And we, uh, yeah, we were in person. We did it in, it was like the last, the last episode we yeah. ever recorded sitting next to one another. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I got, I got COVID, like, right at the beginning. I got COVID. Um, it was that day. I went to my like, early
1: vote. You, um, yeah. you texted us that morning,
2: hey, I have a fever so i should not be around and we're like
0: uh no
1: (laughs) yeah i i went to go early vote for bernie sanders in the primaries i think and like two days later which means i might have got it before that but uh not long after i think within a week after i had covid and lost my sense of smell for most of the Mm. year (laughs) i'm glad it wasn't that bad um yeah i had a very it was just
0: a really i had like a really bad fever for like two or three days and then i was okay grail was a really fun episode it was sort of like a shrek shrek yeah it was and it was like it was one like i always appreciate the formulaic ones that we do because um you know you've got this like spine that you can always just navigate and you when you forget where you are it's like oh yeah no we're just basically lampooning this movie so it's easy to you know get back on on the path um yeah Yeah, and my last one is new york (laughs) Oh yeah, that's funny. Our
2: tourist bureau film for the state of New York. That
0: one is so weird, but so fun. I don't
1: I feel like I don't remember a lot of it, but I feel like I feel like I really enjoyed Leave Me Alone, I'm tired. But I also love Mm -hmm. I also love stories about like mobs like just because moms are such interesting characters to me no. that have so much on their plate. Well, and that was like, wasn't that sort of like falling down was, but with a it mom? Was. Instead of, well, yeah. the great yeah. thing
0: about leave me alone, I'm tired. And which is one of my favorite things that we do on this show. And this isn't patting myself on the back. It's like just a thing that we fall into a lot. that just delights me is <laughs> so often we will do so much character development on, on a character that really isn't that central to the plot, but we just, for whatever reason, find are like intrigued by this person. And so (laughs) we just made her husband to be just the most like insufferable, (laughs) insolent child of a man. Yeah, (laughs) he was so bad that he you know he drove her to you know the brink, and uh, that that's like (laughs) I love I just love like it's like the parents in, um, what was that rubber the rubber bandits, you know like the the parents in that. (laughs) yeah the dad was the doctor who was overdosing on weed on the couch you know like he was taking himself right to the
2: brink flatliners style
0: (laughs) that's right so funny to me um I, so i just wanted to mention a moment in snake lake 2 uh, the episode itself <laughs> is like it's pretty it's a pretty good episode actually but just the moment where we're <laughs> for what again giving too much uh attention to a character that we shouldn't was the journey of this snake down the mississippi oh, and we did it
1: the entire opening <laughs>
0: and we did it like <laughs> like it was like tom Sawyer Sawyer yeah it's just like what a quaint little adventure this was for this ultimately, you know, murderous monster it was uh, it was so fun. Oh, I don't remember like folky Disney.
1: It felt like a really like folky Disney yeah. special, like old Disney cartoon yeah. almost. Um, and then I think, God, what, I think there is a line in there that's just like it's like uh, when we realize is it the, is it in that one that it's we realize that the whole ocean it's like the whole ocean of snakes yeah, or something. Uh-huh or like yeah that, or like that's not a lake yeah <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> I, a lake, I, I think ocean. we decided that Probably.
2: snake lake 2 dovetailed into a movie called snake lake 3 snake ocean Something ocean like
0: yeah.
1: yeah 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 Yeah. god very stupid um, i
0: really like lasagna nights because that to me was like one of those episodes garfield where just humor. the concept yeah gar it's a garfield noir and just the, that concept to me alone is um is very funny and that we and trying to write a uh, a noir mystery is so hard when you're improvising it mm-hmm. because you have yeah, to
1: mysteries are a nightmare. you
0: need misdirects and surprises and just the, the ending of it alone was like when all of these people were the ones that were holding the gun um was was very very funny didn't we have
2: garfield like uh, shoot
0: Odie in the back of the head <laughs> There was like something. several people in that line It was like this person yeah. shot this person And this person shot this person They were just like all in this line behind them
1: um, I forgot about Coach Which this is a recent one But Coach of the Time oh, yeah. Travel Computer Which is just a very I think anytime we do stuff with historical figures And we have to face the uh, the Like the delicate dance that is dealing with How fucked up this country is And has been for a long yeah. time and, the, and taking shots at it Is always very very
0: um, very very fun To kind of like walk that I line agree. Um I really liked uh I I mean I love we already talked about um Dead Ghost. Um but uh I'm a I'm a huge fan of the one we did recently and and Ruben you brought it up earlier too before we were recording was Ice Puppies. To me, Ice Puppies Mm -hmm. is it's a recent episode, it was just two weeks ago. Um but it's one of those stories where Or one of those, one of our episodes where I really think, like, in every scene, there isn't like a dead scene. Like, every scene has something in it that I just find delightfully funny.
1: Guys, we're pretty hilarious. It's like (laughs) Ice Puppies is one of the few, it's like so many of our episodes are so uh, explicit and so gross and so dumb. And like, not that Ice Puppies doesn't have any of that, but Ice Puppies is like the episode this year that you could like maybe let. People listen to that aren't in your immediate, like, also gross comedy ring because it's like genuinely a pretty, like, sweet and
0: cute story. Uh huh. That's nice. It's nice to do something a little bit different. Yeah. And, and, uh, just the, the scene that, like, there's like a, a 15 minute block where it's figuring out how we are going to make the puppy into the coach. Like, that whole lead up into the puppy getting the job is, um, is just very fun for me.
1: Uh yeah I bet I like I said my memory is terrible so like I I don't remember most of these I do remember party party though yeah. just I think conceptually more than the episode <laughs> the concept is is what made me laugh so hard it's a, a a party movie about a party
0: and the way to like solve this terrible thing that happened at a party is to party That's even right. harder and and just it's just, just there was a lot of Dunstan checks in jokes on that one which um. Mm-hmm. was the funniest Is it the Dunstan Checks I mean. In episode? Yeah, yeah, oh, it, it was, it was at the Dunstan, Dunstan, Dunstan part. Part. Checks In. The college was the Yeah. <laughs> Very funny. Oh god.
1: Uh I love that Dunston. I want
2: to do a, a super cut uh from all of our episodes and as I re-listen to them, maybe I'll time stamp them so I can find them of just all the times that Tom loses his mind and can't talk anymore. Oh uh, yeah. Well, that, that is, that is the best part
1: of
0: any episode. That happened for Phil good. good, when we were talking about those those when we were talking about those horses, like reloading each other's guns by mounting them.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, like the cyber yeah, horses pumping bullets heard.
0: into each other like a mid-air refueling. Oh, I died. Oh, yeah, that's very fun. Uh, this is the fun. That is. Well, I was just gonna say. That is my goal. Yeah, I mean, I was gonna episodes, uh, just to make Tom I, lose it. I yeah, like to me, if it, it should be clear to anyone that listens to this show that we love making this show it is one of my very favorite things that i get to do every single week if not my favorite thing i get to do every week um and and there's there's just no there's i, I have no plans on stopping whether you whether you guys want us to or not so um
1: i mean we're we're at 164 entries into itunes so we've been doing it for three years over three mm-hmm. years yeah this we point. started in
2: august 2017
1: um,
0: so yeah which is wild to it's, me. Um, it's just such a fun thing to do. And, and you know, I, I love that you guys, uh, the listeners, are, uh, get to be involved in, um, you know, giving us titles every week. Um, and I'd love to figure out more ways to get listeners involved in, in, in other ways and try and incorporate listener ideas into things. So, um, yeah, because you guys, you guys make this so fun for us. Yeah, so from our family to yours, have a happy holiday. <laughs> um, but,
2: I mean, it is, it is about time to wrap this thing up. We've been blathering on for about an hour. Um, you know, definitely, yes, thank you for, for listening to these when they come out. We appreciate
0: it. Um, we love doing it, and we're looking forward to doing more of them. And if you, for real, if you if there's, like, uh, something that you guys think would be so awesome for us to do, whether it's, like, you know, we did President Dad, which was a sort of sitcom Um, where we did several episodes of that Um, you know if there's something you think would be like a really fun thing for us to do like we're always open to to hear these things so get at us message us or um, you know post on one of our social media accounts um, Mm -hmm. because who knows we might think it's a great idea and be really excited about it and if you feel Mm -hmm. like a cylinder of fart coming out of you
1: um, (laughs) just be careful (laughs) it's not a fart just not a fart. And mm. was it was it the Creepies that was the series that you had pitched a yeah, while yeah. back as well, or the uh, yeah,
2: yeah, which I well, still think is great. Creepies Incorporated. Yep. Creepies Incorporated, which is yeah. too, almost yeah. too good for us to ruin by making a series out of it. But
0: I know
1: we mm-hmm.
2: may do it. Uh, bunch of bunch of kids who knows? busting ghosts, busting ghosts that only they can see. Uh, yeah. Well, guys, another grand year of your welcome Hollywood. We did it, and hopefully. Oh, Next year, we'll get to record them face-to-face again, but
0: it's not yeah, going to be but for if a not, while. It's, but if not, it's nice to know we'll, that we could, we we'll could do see. this. This was, you know, a little blessing in disguise, I think, to know that we can do this in, a, in the comforts of our own homes. So Yeah. Nice.
1: It's, not, it's not the same, but it's pretty good.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Do we have anything else? Is that it? No. No. Just That's leaving good. with some gratitude. Very, very glad that we could do this. Yeah.
2: Yeah, guys. Well, mm-hmm. all the usual applies. Look us up on social media. Ed, Tom, and Ruben. You're Welcome Hollywood on Instagram. Please rate, subscribe, give us a good review on the iTunes. Um, but other than that, for You're Welcome Hollywood this week, I'm Ed. I'm Tom. I'm Ruben. And try not to fart. This
0: has been Your Welcome Hollywood with Ed, Tom, and Ruben. For more, go to edtomandruben.com. And thanks. For-
2: Knock welcome to Fort Knockers. What can I get you?
0: <laughs> that is tilted. Oh,
1: welcome park. to Fort, or or conversely, Fort Knockers, the best titty uh, bar, that actually, the best yeah, military yeah, themed right. titty bar. A mil- <laughs> yeah. Why not? Yeah. Everyone on tiny, uh, like
0: tiny fatigues. Yeah. Tilted kilt, Twin Peaks, <laughs> Fort Knox. <knocks>. Fort Knock. <laughs> Fort Knockers. Yeah, that's very good. <laughs> I would go to Fort Knockers. <laughs> I probably would do actually once and and -hmm. there would be some sort of like hyper masculine beer size that i would bravely absolutely buy
1: yeah horse dick
2: (laughs) exactly yeah can i get a horse dick or the horse
1: dick yeah the size of a horse's dick not just any horse it's a triple crown winning horse man
0: drink a horse dick
1: yeah, this and it's like you get mold.
0: like a yard
2: of hurricanes in New Orleans. Like yeah. it's a cup, the shape of a horse dick.
0: Yeah, it's a glass mold of a, of Secretariat's wiener. It's like
1: 120 ounces.
0: Yeah, and you have to pull oh, the Jesus, she- and you have to pull the she- the sheath back to drink from it.
2: Oh fuck yeah, dude! Okay, <laughs> it's all wet under there.
1: The, the America's only uncircumcised beer. Yeah <laughs>